This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. You need to know what's happening. It's, 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 it's time to get in the huddle with Carl Duke, Brian Baldinger, and Jason LaConfora. Jason LaConfora, Carl Dukes. We're talking about what happened in the AFC NFC Championship games. And let's shift gears because Jason watching the first half of the Lions against the 49ers. And I, I'm tweeting this out. They are bludgeoning these dudes. They're running the ball down their throat. Yep. They're doing whatever they want to do. And I'm going, Lions got this. They've got this wrapped up. Now, we just talked about Todd Munkin. And we get to the second half of this game. And all of a sudden, it's like Ben Johnson loses his perspective on what he needs to do. And, you know, the fourth down calls, obviously, by Dan Campbell. But how do you lose a 17-point lead when you're running the ball and controlling the game the way the Lions were against the 49ers? Yeah, I don't know if the 49ers bribed the football gods or what happened. But, man, they it's like they've had these sequences in these games where they got to roll snake eyes, snake eyes, snake eyes, snake eyes to save their <laughs> season. And, damn, if they haven't done it two weeks in a row. Um Okay, here's where I am on the Ben Johnson of it all and the, and the Dan Campbell of it all. And by the way, as we do this podcast, Ben Johnson is the, – the folks with the commanders are in Detroit yeah, interviewing him. Hire. Yes, for the job. Just so we, we're, we're on top of this, that is going on as we speak. And by the time you see this, it may have already happened. Go ahead. Here's what I didn't – in real time. I don't like third and along for – you know, a weird inside draw with Amon Ross St. Brown. So that's my dander got up right then and there. I'm like, all the different ways they're gassing these guys running the ball and you're going to take a small wide receiver and you're going to run him inside. But I'm thinking, all right, well, he's smarter than me. So I'm guessing he's got a hell of a fourth and two run play, right? Because I'm still thinking we're in bleed clock mode here. We're, we're in, like, what we do best mode, right? And that's not to say that golf isn't having a great game, but, like, you've been – it's Montgomery. It's what we told you it was going to be. It's Montgomery inside, it's Gibbs outside. Whatever yep. you want, and it's there against these guys. Yep. And then he runs a play, and, look, the ball should be caught. But would you rather have the ball in the hands of one of your two elite running backs or your number three slash number four – I mean, I'd call them their, at best their number three wide receiver. And if you factor in the tight ends and you factor in Gibbs in the passing game, I'm going to say you're maybe your fifth best option of guys you want catching the football. And that's who you put it in. And that guy, your your fifth best option in the pass game might not make a, a, a rudimentary catch for you. Like, he might not. And I know you can't scheme it up thinking that, hey, this guy might not catch a four-yard pass, but, like, he didn't catch the pass. 
I didn't have a problem with Campbell not kicking the field goal there. I really didn't. I think it would have been out of character for him to kick the field goal there. Yes, I know he did take three at the end of the first half, but I can understand in that moment, knowing the other team's going to get the ball, making it three scores. So I, I'm I'm totally with him to this point. Although if I'm him and I hear that play call in third and four, I'm like, give me something for Montgomery or Gibbs. That's me. And I'm not, this is me sitting there with a buddy of mine and my son in real time. I'm like, I, and I'm, you know, I'm pulling for the Lions at this point. And I got a lot of money on Lions plus 300. Kansas City Chiefs plus 185. Parlay money line. <laughs> yeah. Like, don't F this up, guys. Come on now. But I'm like, all right, he's trying to win the game, and that's who they are, and that's that. I can't blame him because he's got a defensive back who hands – somehow that ball ends up in Brandon Ayuk's hands. Like, here's the reality of that play. If the DB catches that ball, the narrative becomes in homes across America, on the sidelines in San Francisco, and in the broadcast booth, should he go to Sam Donald? Because that's what we were on the precipice of. Because to that mm. point in time, right, mm. Brock Purdy, 7 of 15 with a pick in the first half, right? Mm. And yeah. that ball is picked off, and he's got two now. And we've seen with him, when you get to two, you might get to four. Like, it can unravel. Like, that's where we are. Like, was that a great play call? Was that a great pass? Or was that lucky as F-U-C-K? I think yeah. we all know what that was. Right. But it happened, right? So I can't put that on Dan Campbell. Like, that ball's got to end up in your hands or on the ground. Somehow it turns into a, a one-yard gimme touchdown for McCaffrey. He comes out. What does he do? We're gonna we're gonna get physical. We're gonna run the ball. Jameer Gibbs fumbles on the first play of the drive. Like, if he doesn't fumble there, like they might hold the ball for six minutes. It yeah. didn't happen. Like, did that not happen because he didn't try a fifty-some yard field goal that his kicker outside of a dome might not make anyway? Now, when we get to the forty-seven late, that's where I'm like, let's try this. If you give them 17 yards of field position, you give them 17 yards of field Sure. Position. Stuff happens. Like, I think 47, you you, you, you got to attempt that. You know, that was what? Fourth and a long three. But, like, you have another situation where a guy drops a ball. Right? You got a chance to move the ball the following drive. You got Reynolds dropping the ball. Yeah. I don't know, man. Is that correlated to Dan Campbell? being aggressive or is that just a team that was in a new territory found ways to beat themselves found ways to unravel unforced errors it was the story in both games one team on the road with a massive lead one team at home not trailing by somehow in their heads they thought they were trailing by 24 you were never down by more than 10 not managing game situations but Ben Johnson for the third and four call and then running on third down and goal to go at the end of the game. That can't happen. That's, I mean, that's on, that's egregious that that's on Dan Campbell too. Like you got to stop that young coordinator right then and there and say, bro, we're, we need that timeout to try to win the game. Yeah. Like, maybe math, not your forte. We need every timeout to stop the clock, to make anything happen. If we're lucky enough to get another possession to an onside kick or whatever. So like, to me, it all started with the third and fourth call. Like, you're you're having your way with them again. You don't need something cute there. You you don't you don't need that. Like Montgomery's falling forward for two yards every time you run power with him. Like, 
So I don't know, man. Are you mad at Kent? Like, I'm really not – like, even if I was not, a Lions fan, and again, I was invested in this game, I'm not mad at Dan Campbell. I'm like, not. you got to no. catch balls. I mean, you, you got to make you, plays. You have to make rudimentary football plays if you're going to beat a team of that caliber yeah. on the road. Yeah. yeah. And I, I'm not – That's DB. I mean, it's not the easiest play in the world, but it can't – if the ball's got to land on the ground. You cannot concede 55 yards there when you get two hands, a helmet, and a face mask on the ball. And, and the ball, Ayuk's not even the same area code as that. That ball's hardly overthrown. Like, and then I got people telling me, well, Brock Purdy was great. I mean, okay. Like, whatever, man. Like, well, in the second half, right? Three incompletions, 174 yards, those three scrambles. He played out with the element that won the game. That, that yeah. was the new thing. That was a wrinkle that you hadn't seen before that put him over the top. 21 yards, 10 yards, 21 yards. Yes, those three scrambles were absolutely huge. And so, yes, in the second half, di- different dude. Uh, but but I want to say this about Dan Campbell, and this is, this is the thing that irks me about the Ravens' loss, and I'm not as upset about the Lions' loss simply because he didn't go away from who he was. This is who he's been. He didn't change. What changed was – they didn't execute. Yeah. They didn't make the plays that they had made when they've won these kinds of games. So, you know, two failed fourth downs uh, in field goal range, this is – you didn't watch the Lions all year. This is who this guy has been. So you don't change what got you there. I respect that about Dan Campbell. And I'm not as as pissed off at him as I am at, at Todd Munkin about not running the football. So – uh, as far as, you know, Brock Purdy, and, and we'll have plenty of time to discuss this because the 49ers, I think, are a one-and-a-half-point favorite right now, at least going into the Super Bowl. That line probably will change. We know who the better quarterback is. And if you're just basically saying, look, 49ers have better personnel, maybe they're a better team, but the Chiefs have the better quarterback, and it's just going to be that simple, that that guy's going to play much better at the end of the day than that guy. And it may come down to that, but I'm with you. And, and this is something really that people – I don't know if a lot of people were, were were in that same mindset that you were talking about, Jason, but I certainly was. The Sam Darnold thing – listen, it, we'll never know how close Shanahan was, but he was terrible. He was playing bad. They're down, right? What are they down? They're down 24-10, you know, at one point. Point is – you're going, are we going to be able to make a run in this game? And I think that is something that we'll never know, but I totally agree with you. Uh, Even McCaffrey, the balls that were completed, I thought he was going to get the kid Jennings killed. I mean, Jennings is going eight feet in the air to catch a five-yard pass. Like, yeah. What, he, he, one hand. Ball, medicine ball. Medicine ball. Like, he wasn't it. Now, look, momentum changes, and he got a gift from the gods in that ball to Ayuk, and then they finished that drive. And now it's like, well, we can run and pass. We got the whole playbook open to us again, right? It's no yeah. longer 17. Like, I got news for you. If Reynolds catches that ball and the Lions go down and score a touchdown, they're it's over. anointing Brock Purdy. It's over. I think it's over. I, I, I think it's over if the Lions score right before the half where I think it was Gibbs who slipped. Yeah. And you know, yeah, that's seven, not three. Yeah. 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 I, I think that is like the dagger where even though they come back out in the second half, and you know, I just felt and like here's one more we'll never know. <laughs> I think Brock Purdy that night when he got into bed was thanking the football gods for one more thing. And this is no slight on Spags, 
And I think that Chiefs defense will have more than he can handle. But I guarantee you, he got into bed, got them jammies on, and was like, I'm glad I don't have to see Mike McDonald in that defense again. That one that unmasked me on national television, they wore him out. I'm glad that they found a way. I'm glad the Ravens couldn't score 18 points. I'm glad Justin Tucker didn't kick six field goals today. I'm glad Justin Tucker didn't kick six field goals today because I, I didn't want that again. Like that, nah, I'll try something else. Give me something else in the Super Bowl, not that defense. Yeah. yeah that's how these guys, everything, man. They, I know they're not allowed to gamble at the Super Bowl, but I would try to get – I try to get Kyle Shanahan in a casino and just play whatever he's playing. <laughs> it's it's unreal. Everything's going there. Carl Dukes, it's in the huddle, guys. Uh, yeah, and 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 if you want to talk about moments, Jason's absolutely right. The IUK, right, tip ball turns into an IUK touchdown. You come back out, next possession, Jameer Gibbs fumble. That turns into a McCaffrey Yes, McCaffrey touchdown. Just like that is 24-24. Different game. And, and from that moment on, you saw the shrinking, right, of the Lions because, hey, we got a bunch of guys who hadn't been here. Nobody was able to, to just take a deep breath, relax. We're fine. We've been doing this. And this is where I felt like Ben Johnson, go back to what was going on in the first half. This is where I'm – we could have ran it 10 straight times. I didn't give a damn. Yeah. But he didn't do that to kind of reset the tempo. And then now you, you're just, you know, you're you, all of a sudden 49ers get it back. They go down, kick a field goal. They're up three. You know how this ends. I just felt like they didn't know how to handle that. 